you ever feel like you're not being fulfilled? Like, you know you're made for something more, and you feel like something may be missing. Let's talk about how to lead a fulfilling life. This is basically shower thoughts that I can't stop thinking about. Hey, and welcome to Likely Loser. I'm Shireen, aka Reen. I'm a Jesus freak, mama, course creator, and a speaker. Listen, do you want to belong to a community that gets you? Do you want to use your gifts for God's glory to create a kingdom business? You know, that ministry that makes an impact. Are you wishing there was a way to get clarity on what your business is going to look like? Or do you want unshakable confidence to not only move forward on the idea that you've been keeping secret, but have the kind of confidence that makes the ground shake when you walk? So girl, if you are ready to lead with confidence, authenticity, and to walk in your God-given calling, grab you a cup of cocoa, a pen, and a paper, and let's get to work. Hey, before we get to today's episode, I just want to talk to you for a quick minute. I know what it is to feel lonely. I remember searching Facebook groups and networking events to find people who get me, and I couldn't, which shouldn't be, because as the body of Christ, we should have a place where we go to talk with like-minded people about our ideas, our wins, our prayers, to sit in a judgment-free zone where we can commune and hold each other accountable. So I made my own. If you have ever felt like this, I want you to go right now to cupsofcoco.com slash community and you will get into our Boss Believers community. Girl, I cannot wait to support you over there. I'll see you inside. I feel like I'm made for something more. How do I lead a fulfilled life? Now, this is a question that really plagues my mind when I'm in bed late at night or just random shower thoughts. But recently it came up again. And I wanted to say, because I, I think this is something that we, we feel often, like there needs to be more or we haven't done what we set out to do or we don't feel fulfilled. Okay. And I was recently listening to Jay Shetty. I think he was a guest on someone's podcast, but the episode was interesting because again, it was talking about how to lead a fulfilled life. And the answer that one of the participants gave was, he said, don't just build yourself up by repeating affirmations in the mirror. Though that's very useful and it has its time, what you really need to do to feel fulfilled is to work, be diligent, be incredibly uncomfortable, and work at something to gain a set of skills that allows you to serve others. And I thought that was such an interesting answer. And I do agree that lead fulfilled life always seems to be wrapped up in the uncomfortable. It's never something that 
easy. Nothing that comes easy, you feel that great about. And that's the truth. You don't take a lot of pride in what comes easy. There's this philosopher that says, I wish people would go through suffering, struggle, sickness, hard times, ill treatment. The only thing that can prove today whether one is worth anything or not is that which one endures. So that was a quote that was quoted on the same podcast. Here we are, if we really think about it, how you have to endure all of these things in order to be fulfilled. You have to be incredibly uncomfortable. You cannot sit in the comfort zone in order to be fulfilled. You have to work hard. You have to serve others, even if that's painstakingly difficult, in order to be fulfilled. Now, biblically speaking, when we look at James 1, 2 to 4, and I was reading this around the same time I was listening to that podcast, and it it said, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. When your faith is tested, your endurance grows. When your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing, aka you will be fully fulfilled. That verse is incredibly deep because it's talking about the same thing. Like when you go through troubles, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Because this is the time where your faith is being tested. This is the time where your character is growing. This is the time when your endurance is growing and how you handle things, how you weather the storm and what you learn from those times and how you become better. All of that happens in those troubled times, in the struggle and the sickness and the hard times and the ill treatment, all of the things. That's when you grow the most that uncomfortable stage. And the Bible says, consider it, consider this opportunity, opportunity, great joy. It goes on to say, when your endurance is fully developed, this is when you will be complete. This is when you'll be fulfilled. You will need for nothing. That is so incredibly deep. You don't become someone you can be proud of unless you go through the crap. (laughs) when your faith is tested, that's when you grow. You don't become the person God needs you to be without dealing with the suffering and the heartbreak and all of the things. It is unavoidable, yet we try to avoid it often. It is unavoidable. And I don't know about you guys, I'm going to share that my 2023, I felt awful (laughs) in that season of my life, it it just did not feel good. And I share that because I know some of you had a similar experience. I was just highly emotional. And I was just like, why do I feel these things are coming at me? And I don't feel fulfilled. And I don't know what's going on. And I'm just trying different things. I just don't know. I feel so unsure. But what I do know, 100% is that that season was absolutely necessary for who I'm becoming. I know that for sure. I don't doubt that in the slightest. Again, this is all my 
my shower thoughts. But I have come to the conclusion that a way to determine on how you are going to be fulfilled is, is by making a list of your top three values. And this is going to look different for everyone. Some people have a top priority is, is their family. Some people make it their impact, their kids. For some people, it's pouring into themselves because they know if they're 100% that they can give to everyone else. So definitely not to shade anyone's top pri- priorities, top values, because everyone will have it differently. I remember going to a conference a little while back where the speakers were talking about their top values, and I absolutely resonated with what they said. So I wrote down mine, and number one, impact my business and helping people. I know for certain that helping people and making that impact is fulfilling, and that fulfills me for sure. And being able to work within my business and to serve other people It just feels so amazing for me. Number two is influence. That's my gifts and being a good communicator and a good speaker and how that influences people and how that allows people to see themselves differently and see them themselves the way God sees them. So influence, that's a big deal for me. And number three, inheritance. And that just is how I teach my kids and what I leave to them, not just monetarily, but what I impart onto them and the time that I spend with my family on a whole. So that is also very important to me. (laughs) And it just so happens that it's, they all start with the letter I. That's really cool. I got that from the conference that I went to, but it works for me to write that down. And those are my top values and top priorities. So here's the mistake though, that I made. I did the work. I listed my values and what were most important to me. But the problem was, especially last year for me, was that I started to place my identity in these things. And God, of course, had to snatch me up really quickly Because when you don't filter your priorities through the lens of Jesus Christ, you start relying on those things only to make you happy. And that will never work, right? Because the minute something goes wrong, for me, 2023, when all of these things were taken away from me, I no longer had the nine to five that I had. I took a step back from my business, which of course means now there's less money. And now I feel like I'm not supporting my family. I wasn't doing well mentally. And now I am trying to keep my head above water. I'm trying to be present for my child, but I'm also not feeling very good about myself. So all of those things. And then I found that verse that I told you about in James that said in order to get to that fulfilled place, not only do you have to know your priorities, your values, but you also have to be aware that you will experience hardship. But this is where the endurance comes in. Your trust has to be in Jesus first before anything else. Your focus has to be God before anything else. It has to be God. 
Another thing that I want to say, if you have your priorities, if you have that focus on God, something else we have to realize is that everyone will not understand your priorities. There are some people that won't get it, your goals, your values, right? Some of your friends, even some of your family. And you know what? We have to be okay with that. I think at that point, this is where a lot of people stumble because we feel like everyone has to be on board with with what we got going on. (laughs) That's how a lot of us feel. So we get stuck in that writing everything down stage, that dreaming stage that just, I'm gonna write down all the things that I want and my values and what I, what's important to me. And then we don't do anything about it because we get to thinking, what if I make a mistake? What if I make a mistake? What if someone doesn't understand what I'm doing? What if someone laughs at me? What if I don't do it like someone else? What if if I never have success in what I'm doing or what I hold dear to me? And we have all of these questions. But I believe that this verse is just a reminder that it's not about dreaming like we have to do. We have to take action. And you know what? A lot of the times (laughs) our actions are not going to go the way we want it to go. A lot of the times, bad things will happen. Hardships will happen. Things are going to happen. Heartbreak and all of the things, they're going to happen. Unavoidable. Again, unavoidable. It's going to happen. You're going to be uncomfortable, but it's absolutely necessary. You'll never get to that, that fulfill, that joy. If we don't embrace that, if we don't take action, if we don't be ourselves and be true to whatever God has called us to, whoever we're becoming, whoever God is molding us into, if we are not true to that and we're we're so concerned about what everyone else is saying, we're never going to be fulfilled. So none of this that what we're talking about will matter if we cannot get out of our mind and just do and just be authentic, right? So those are my thoughts. (laughs) Those are my thoughts. So I've come to the conclusion when we ask the question, like, how do we live that fulfilled life? How do we get there? Number one, know what's most important. Know your priorities. Know your goals. Yeah. Number two, focus on God. Don't be like me and get into a rut of placing your identity in those goals, in those values and priorities right? Because you are not them. (laughs) These are things that are important to you and maybe places that you want to reach. But your focus should be on God because your identity is knowing that you are a child of God and you are chosen and you are blessed regardless of what happens. Number three is doing rather than just dreaming, just taking action on whatever it is that he's called you to do, no matter what you feel like may or may not happen because it's not always going to look like sunshine and rainbows. (laughs) But you still need to take action. We get to that place when we're uncomfortable, when we're taking messy action. And number four, being your authentic self, being true to who you are in God, not comparing yourself to other people, doing what he called you to do and how he called you to do it. So yeah, tell me what you guys think. I want to hear what you guys think. These are the thoughts that I have three o'clock in the morning, (laughs) y'all. 
How do you lead a fulfilling life? Okay, and I will catch you guys later. Thanks for talking to me. All right, bye. If this inspired you, transformed you, or blessed you in any way, please leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts or screenshot your phone and share it on Instagram and tag me at my cups of cocoa. Thank you again for listening, but I would love to talk to you personally. So come on over and connect with me in my community, cupsofcoco.com slash community. Remember, we see you, we feel you, we love you, and you belong here. Come on back and sit with us.